Hello, hello, hello. This is Pete with the Manager Happiness Podcast. So um, today we are talking about, what are we talking about today? Lead capturing, okay? So um, this is where the rubber meets the road. Um, We've already spoken about, you know, how you target your market, the message you're going to use, and the media you're going to, you know, the vehicle, the media you're going to use to do that. But now what happens? Now how do you, that's kind of like the preliminary work, but now we have to get down to business and actually capture that lead, okay? Okay, so we have to figure out um, how to find those people who who are interested in what we have to offer. Okay, that's clear. <laughs> no explanation necessary. And a lot of people talk about the difference between hunting and farming. Okay, and so when you're hunting, this is the typical cold caller, right? And um, I like to think about it sometimes when um, you know at a trade show, for example, I had someone was talking the other day about an example where they said that. The key there is just to ask people if they're interested. And if they're not, let them go. But a lot of people keep talking. And so that's not really the point. So if there's a way you can attract their... Imagine someone walking by your booth in a trade show. And if there's a way that you can attract their interest and their eyes open up, then they're interested. Someone who's not interested, you could talk to them for hours and they're never going to buy it. You're just wasting your time and their time and you look pushy and needy. Well, now, that's translate that same dynamic to the digital scene, right? And so when you are advertising and trying to sell, 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 you look needy. You look like that guy at a trade show is just talking your ear off when you are not interested. So people like to talk about the ethical bribe, okay? And I'm making quotation mark um, gestures with my fingers here, the ethical bribe. And it's ethical because you want to offer something that resonates with your target market so they actually self-identify, right? They're gonna identify themselves to you as someone who's interested in what you have to offer. So in order for this to work, of course, it has to be something very valuable. You have to understand exactly what's in the head what's is necessary for your target market that they're going to want to jump on and so this is at the part of your funnel your opt-in you know your your what is it the squeeze page excuse me you could talk call it, it's called the squeeze page or the opt-in page where you have something in your advertisement your offer whatever it is which is going to attract them you're giving it to them right you're not selling anything at the stage and so that's the real real uh, the key to it here, you don't want to pester people. You don't want to have advertising that's, you know, hey, buy now, blah, blah, blah. All of that sounds just very tacky, right? You, you know those late night infomercials are like, buy now, buy now, buy now. You want to be offering something, you know. So your first ad is just to bring them into your funnel by offering something and then capturing their leads. And that's the message for today, lead capturing. So it's not hunting, it's farming, right? Where you're at that point, you're going to start to nurture them. Okay, so the key to this too is I got the example of the trade show. You're finding a high probability prospect, right? You're not stopping someone who doesn't want to listen to you and wasting your time and their time. You're stopping someone who's interested and they may not buy at that particular time, but you found the prospect. You're going to capture their name and follow up with them. It's the same thing in the digital world, okay? So I'm looking at a graph now, and this graph comes from Alan Dibb's one-page marketing plan, and it's showing, you know, how you market, the market for your product or service, and he's saying that only 3% at any time are ready to buy. 
7% are very open to buying, and another 30% are interested but potentially right now. A whole 60% are just not interested, okay? Let's just go there because not 100% of the world is going to be interested in what you have to offer, obviously. But, so that's a huge 40%. But here's something to keep in mind. When you are only focusing on those people who are ready to buy right now, so if your ad is only buy now, buy now, buy now, you're only targeting 3% and you're leaving um, that whole 37% on the table. So it's a difference between a 3% addressable market or a 40% addressable market, okay? So you can see why that numerically, mathematically, why that's so important, what you could be leaving on the table. So definitely you just wanna start the relationship and leave that door open. Don't make it a one-off, okay? The other benefit about Show, giving value is that you're seen as an expert. You're seen as someone who really cares enough to provide value and you start to build a personal, genuine, helpful relationship, a dynamic for them. Okay. You know that like the thought leader in your space and someone they could count on. So that's really important. And then moving forward, all of this has to go, and we haven't spoken about technology at all here, but somewhat with, you know, the click funnels, uh, and that's where this is going to come into play. So, but um, not, up, not much until now, excuse me, but now we have to start talking about marketing infrastructure. We did the, the groundwork, which was to talk about our target audience, the message and the vehicles we were going to use, you know, the platforms we were going to use to uh, attract their attention. But what happens when you've attracted their attention? How do you you know, you, where do you put this bribe and how do you convert that bribe into a prospect? And this is where you get their contact information and um, put into a CRM system, a customer relationship management system. And that's what we're going to talk about in our next episode. And that's where we start talking about nurturing those leads. So they're in your funnel, you've captured their name, number, and everything else, an email address. Now you have to nurture those leads. Now that's the farming part as opposed to hunting. And with that, we're, that's a wrap for today. And where are we here? I'm going to see how we're doing on the minute mark. Six minutes. Not too bad today. It is a beautiful day here in Miami. I've been up early, took a swim in the morning, which was good to get the juices going. And um, yeah, but it's Saturday and, um, and I'm working, but it's fun. What I'm doing is fun. And I had a great conversation with a friend of mine last night who's looking to pivot her business and go from teaching English to actually making, uh, creating an English learning company. And we had a great brainstorming session. It's just something I love. And so everybody um, needs to think about that at one point, because like I generally, like I say regularly, I doubt anyone's gonna retire in a cubicle. It doesn't happen anymore, but whether by choice, because you just don't want to be in a cubicle for that many years, or two, most companies are not going to keep you in a cubicle that many years, and you're going to wind up having to find an alternative income anyway. And so this is my whole mission here. Like, how do you pivot? How do you go from, you know, your salary to a side hustle to being self-employed? And that's what it's all about. In this podcast, I'm going to include a link to a one-page marketing plan where you could start laying the groundwork. If you have that in mind, if you have an inspired idea that you want to create and turn into a business, so you could connect to this one-page marketing plan, start jotting down some ideas and take it from there. Okay. With that, signing off. This is Pete with the Manager Happiness Podcast. And as a shout out to my grandmother, what I always love to say is salud. 
Recetas y Amor. Take care, everybody.